0: Welcome to Working Matters. My name is Carl Edwards. Visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we're going to start a new series this week on technology. Technology when less is more. My partner in crime, Claudia Rempel, is out of the country, and joining me today is our engineer, George Rosas. George, how are you?
1: I'm good. This is what happens when you leave the country. People come up and step into your place. Her uh,
0: her worst fears have been realized. That's right. Well, hopefully she's listening and enjoying, because this is an increasingly important topic, because when we say we're going to talk about technology less is more. What we want to point to is that the conversation about technology out there is not one that's truly helpful.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Are you going to look at this conversation from a seller's point of view or a buyer's point of view? And we're definitely looking at it from the buyer's point of view. We are here to Try to improve our work life, try to improve our personal life using technology, definitely, because it's very cool, all these new features that are out there. But at the same time, we're going to keep an eye out on maybe the ways that these features are overwhelming us or getting us lost in a sea of all these possible options that are being thrown at us constantly.
0: Exactly. Our conversation gets confused by the seller's conversations, and they're trying to point out their features. They're trying to say what they can do and how they're better and different. And so we start making our choices in those terms, comparing features, which is fastest, which is best. But that's not what we need to compare. What we need to think about is what we're trying to do. Look at the camera
1: world and how that's just changed in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. The big trend right now is people buying DSLRs, which are cameras that are essentially professional-grade cameras that Mm. have every manual feature that is available. You know, people are going out and buying these cameras, but most of them are using them in automatic mode. They are not using... There you go. (laughs) They're not using the fancy features that are... And they're not
0: cheap either, are they? They're
1: so much more expensive than the regular point-and-shoots. But, you know, maybe if your kid's birthday party is happening, it might just be easier to get the point-and-shoot with a couple buttons and leave behind the really bulky camera that has all these manual features that are just getting in the way of you taking a simple picture
0: and if the main thing you're going to do with it is post it online web doesn't even want all that megapixel glory that's right we were just
1: talking about facebook's limits you you can't post a full digital picture that is you know x amount of megapixels from a mobile device and these mobile devices are outgrowing the capacity of the networks
0: no just the other day my wife wanted to send a copy of a picture to someone you know off of Her camera, which isn't even as fancy as the one that you're talking about, but, you know, it's got plenty of megapixels, so she just attached it to the email and sent it off. And I swear, even though we have DSL, that took about a half hour to upload because on the web, you don't need all that resolution. So that's a great example. That is a fantastic example. And we don't even notice that we're thinking in terms of the technology instead of thinking in terms of what we're trying to accomplish.
1: I work in the software business. I'm a software engineer. And one of the things we do once a year, twice a year, is we go to these conventions where we walk the halls and everyone is trying to sell you a product that is supposed to make your life easier. I feel sometimes like as consumers, we're in that mode whenever we visit the local electronics store or the Costco or whatever. We're being bombarded with, More options that we might know what to do with. So one of the things we're going to try to do is keep an eye out on what you're being sold. Are you trying to make it fit what you're trying to do, or should you really be thinking about what the goalpost is and trying to move towards a technology that will help you get there?
0: Who's serving whom here? Is your technology serving your ends, or are you having to adjust what you're trying to do in order to take advantage of all the features of your technology. In a lot of cases, we're doing a lot of rigmarole we don't even want to do because um, of all that's involved in this high-end technology we've purchased. Well, let's give people a sense of where we're going to be going over the next four weeks. We're going to break this down in terms of what you and I are trying to do. And we're going to start simple, and then it's going to get increasingly complex, as life does. So next week, we're going to look at our work and the things we're trying to do and produce, what we're trying to get done. And we're going to move on to what we're trying to organize. And we got so much going on nowadays, George. Oh, my gosh. Between calendars and to-do lists and seven bazillion files in your documents folder. That's right. And you have to mix and match with work and your personal life.
1: And you have different to-do lists. We're definitely going to talk about how to navigate those waters. The technology
0: is supposed to help us with that, but... Boy, it feels the opposite sometimes. I got so many decisions to make, just organize my stuff. Well, then we get others involved, right? Of course, we communicate, we're on the phone, we're on email, we're instant messaging, we're in social networks, and again, we're faced with another set of growing and multiplying options in communication. As in anything, we are trying to do different things, and different means are appropriate or not appropriate,
1: And communication is really one of those technology aspects that's just blown up. Communication is the big thing right now. Everyone is trying to figure out new ways for us to talk to each other, to share a restaurant review. Wonderful. It's it's really, really exciting and huge. But sometimes I just want to call someone or have lunch with somebody, right? Exactly.
0: You know, different things are appropriate for different things. If you want to get a message to somebody, you know, it's probably politer to send them a text. They can. Without interrupting their meeting or what they're doing, they can glance down and look at it. If you are um, breaking up a long-term romance or firing somebody, shooting them a short text probably wouldn't be the technology to choose. Exactly.
1: Think about what's appropriate for the situation, <laughs> please. Don't break up with your girlfriend via text.
0: And then finally, at the most complicated level, where all these things come together, you know, we're going to call collaboration, where we work together and we are communicating, we are writing and producing our work. We are trying to um, make all this happen. And there's just too many options. And so what we do in our companies is we create horribly complex bureaucracies of procedures and you know, rules for tagging and rules for who gets on distribution lists. And, and it gets so complicated, it's, it's hardly even worth working with each yeah. other. And
1: there's a reason this is the last topic in the series. Because this one really encompasses all the different things that we're talking about, we're bringing up right now. Nobody works in a vacuum. Everybody works with other people. Everybody creates products destined to go somewhere else outside of where they were made. Collaboration really encompasses everything, communication, the organization. This is, for me, one of the most important things we're going to be
0: looking at. So technology isn't the bad guy here. We're not going to go retro and say everything should be personalized. It's a wonderful ally. It's a great ally. The options are multiple. What we're saying is that the order that we do our thinking, whether we start with what we're trying to do and what technology can serve that end versus what technology is available and trying to squeeze what we're doing into the latest and the most glitzy, will be like night and day on How wonderful an ally technology can be for you or what a horrible slave master serving it will be.
1: And if you're involved in software development or product development the way I am, this is a good podcast to really pay attention to because we're really going to talk about how you might be able to serve your customers better by thinking about these types of processes that people go through and not just throwing every fancy feature under the sun into that toolbar, but maybe take an approach that's a little more encompassing of the way people are going to use this product. You know, I think sometimes as developers, we go a little too far and we maybe don't really think about the user's needs when creating these features
0: because you're competing against other developers and you so your product needs to be better so it's an interesting conundrum and we're going to have a lot of fun talking about it it's going to be very helpful um, come back next week we're going to be looking at getting things done yourself and diving into that make technology our friend instead of our foe so thank you george come by the website boldenterprises.com podcast will be posted there as well. Comment, let us know what's going on where you work. We'll see you next time.
1: This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.